This is the World Industrial News for Friday, July 8th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part one of their podcast addressing climate change with the Internet of Things and AI. Hi, thanks for joining us today. Today we're joined by Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy, founder and CEO of OSI Soft. Hi, Pat. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me, Megan. We're also joined by John Matranga, the Director of Business Incubation and Acceleration. Hi, John. Hi, pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining us. I'm Megan Latonin, the Market Principal for Government Relations and Community, and we wanted to take some time to talk with Pat about global warming. So, Pat, you recently wrote a couple of papers on solving global warming with Pi and the mitigation of global warming with IoT and AI. The Pi system, of course, has a major role to play in the mitigation of global warming. Can you explain that a little bit more to us? Um, explain the importance of the Pi system within this and the foundational infrastructure. Uh, if there are 20 things, and one being AI, that all need reliable data quality, what does that look like and how can we leverage software and sensor data to address how it might be used to reduce the amount of GHGs in the atmosphere? One thing that struck me is I came across a paper by our EPA that identified exactly where the generation of greenhouse gases was coming from. And as people would expect, it was the, the big players, the transportation, electric utilities. And then as we looked more into these industries, we could see a lot of them were designed to run independently. And in so doing, they consumed a lot of energy just to be able to be independent. For example, are in the power business and you want to supply power to the wall, there's only one reliability and it always has to be there, which means if you just need a little bit of power, you still have to fire up a, a plant. You still have to produce that power. And that independence is very expensive to run. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Shortly after Mid-American Energy Company and Electric Utility Unit of Berkshire Hathaway Incorporated announced plans to build the largest renewable energy center in the U.S., the $3.9 billion, 2,092-megawatt wind prime project, it drew the fire of environmental organizations and corporate giants Amazon, Microsoft, and Alphabet. Even as the market continues to wrestle with supply-side issues, the U.S. government said it would not tolerate efforts by OPEC member Iran to evade sanctions by selling petroleum to the Asian market. Commodity prices took a nosedive earlier this week amid fears that a recession will soon take hold if it hasn't already in the U.S. economy. Higher energy prices and inflationary pressures in general mean consumers are dipping into their savings to make ends meet. Once that's depleted, the lifeblood of the economy, namely consumer spending, will dry out and choke off any chances of further growth. 
The labor contract for 29 West Coast ports has expired, but normal operations are ongoing as the two sides continue to negotiate. Nonetheless, the National Association of Manufacturers has warned a work stoppage or slowdown at the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach would have dire consequences for the U.S. supply chain and economy. Industrial Info was tracking more than $1 billion worth of active capital spending projects at the two major ports, which handle about 40% of all cargo containers entering the U.S. The NAM cited a study by Inforum Economics that indicated a 15-day closure at the two ports would cut the U.S. gross domestic product by nearly half a billion dollars per day for $7.5 billion total. With that said, infrastructure improvements at the ports serve to benefit cargo movement throughout California and across the country. The Williams Companies Incorporated said last week it reached a final investment decision to move forward with the Louisiana Energy Gateway Pipeline Project. The project will gather 1.8 billion cubic feet per day of natural gas produced in the Haynesville Basin for delivery to the Transco Pipeline System, industrial markets, and liquefied natural gas export facilities along the U.S. Gulf Coast. Williams Chief Executive Officer Alan Armstrong said in a press release, the project is a key component of low-carbon, wellhead-to-water strategy, proving up what an important role natural gas can play in reducing emissions, lowering cost, and providing secure and reliable energy at home and around the world. The project is expected to go into service in late 2024. And Industrial Info is tracking 35 projects worth nearly $967 million across Germany from BASF-SE, one of the largest chemical processing companies in the region. The projects include unit additions, grassroots facilities, plant maintenance, plant expansions, and modernizations. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.